Welcome everyone to the MyBible.Works podcast. I'm your host, Cub Cooker. If you're just now joining us, this is going to be the final in our series on praying like Jesus, where we have gone over six different different elements in several different episodes of how Christ himself would have prayed on this earth and several secrets that he knew that we can take home with us and start applying today. Today we're going to talk about the verse that says faith without works is dead. And what does that mean in our lives? Do we need to try and make ourselves do more? Do we need to go and serve our community? Do we need to go give to charity? What does that look like? And the answer may surprise you coming up on this episode. Let's roll that intro. Welcome to the MyBible.Works podcast. I'm your host, Cub Cooker. In this tribe, we believe God reveals secrets to us and we expect spiritual treasure. The kingdom of God is in our midst, inside us and around us. We are thankful to have been given much and know we will receive even more. We renew our minds daily through scripture and the power of prayer. We manifest our faith through thought, emotion, prayer, and action. We believe the word of God is highly effective and sharper than any sword. Welcome and smash that subscribe button. And welcome back everyone. Cub Cooker here. I'm the founder and mentor for MyBible.Works. I'm not a Bible scholar, just a guy who loves God's word and wants to dive in with you every single day to look at spiritual principles and real world application on how we actually live the truth of the word of God. So today we're going to dive in on the slideshow as we do every single day. We try to make this interactive and fun. We try to make this a journey for the viewer or the listener if you're listening on the podcast. As we dive in, we have music in the background. We invite you to just let the scripture take you away on a journey into your own heart so that you can speak to God and he can speak to you and decide what all of this means for your life. So as we dive in today, I just invite you to have a presence of openness and look at God's word together. James 2.26 in the Complete Jewish Bible. Indeed, just as the body without a spirit is dead, so too faith without actions is dead. And guys, today we're going to be talking about what it looks like to prove our faith. The Bible is very clear on faith without works is dead. Faith without action is dead. And we're going to see so many scriptures that back that up today. But what does that look like in our life? Do we need to go and force some action that we're not doing right now? Or does this come from a completely different place of understanding? And that's what we're going to work on today together is our understanding, our deep, deep understanding as we wrap up this entire series, Praying Like Jesus. This one will be the one that you can take to the bank spiritually, if you will. And so we've talked this week already about discovering the will of God, seeking a higher existence, power of positive thought, control of thankful emotional energy, the universal law of creation, and now we're going to talk about exercising our faith, or faith 
is an actionable action in our life and proof of belief. We know that Christ, when he walked on this earth, lived a different existence than anyone else had before. He embodied everything that God is about, and he died so that we could be raised to new life. So what does that mean and what does that look like in our lives to have actionable faith? In James 2, 14 through 26 in the Complete Jewish Bible, it says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone claims to have faith but has no actions to prove it? Is such faith able to save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food, and someone says to him, Shalom, keep warm and eat hearty. Without giving him what he needs, what good does it do? Thus, faith by itself, unaccompanied by actions, is dead. The core of this verse, if we know something, why are we not sharing something? James 2, 18-19 in the Complete Jewish Bible but someone will say that you have faith and I have actions. Show me this faith of yours without the actions, and I will show you my faith by my actions. You believe that God is one. Good for you. The demons believe it too. The thought makes them shudder with fear. Even the demons know him. They understand him deeper probably than we ever will until we're with him. So knowing is not enough. Faith is not enough. We are not going to earn anything, but if our faith isn't that faith that causes us to some end, to manifest it in our works, in the miracles in our life around us, in the connections we have with others, then what good is it? For even the demons know that God is one. James 2.21-24 in the Christian Standard Bible, Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works in offering Isaac his son on the altar? You see that faith was active together with his works, and by works faith was made complete and the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend you see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone so what does this mean didn't Christ die so that we could be raised to new life or did he die so that we could be raised to new life, so that we could step into the oneness and love and faith in the Father and manifest his will on this earth? We talked about that in a previous episode, that we are here for his every good will. A person is justified by works and not faith alone. And as we get further into this session, I want you to see what those works look like and that these are not attempts to buy our salvation. These are 
a life offering of existing in oneness and love with God. Ephesians 2.8 in the English Standard Version, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. By grace you have been saved through faith. We see that faith is completed with works. Through our actions, through our manifest belief, through our service to others, through our acting upon and putting in place the will of God in our lives. It is not our own doing, but the gift of God. Ephesians 2.10 in the ESV For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Hold that in your heart. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. These works are not something we do from our will or our minds or our hands. They are something we walk in, something God has prepared for us beforehand. We were created in Christ, raised to new life with him. We are the workmanship of the Father. We can walk in them. Matthew 5:13 through 15 in the ESV says, according to the word of God on salt and light, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall it how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And I hope you see how all of these sessions in this series are tying together. The quote yesterday was on, If we are God, then we create something out of nothing. If we are not God but like him, We create something out of the tools and materials he's given us, and it makes God look good. So let others see our good works and give glory to God. We often hear these verses in church, and we may be moved to go out and try to affect ourselves to do something. But as we continue, let's look a little deeper into what this might look like. James 1.22 in the Amplified Bible, But prove yourselves doers of the word, actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners 
who hear the word but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. How many of us go through the motions? How many of us hear the word of God and believe or even know things that others don't? But we do nothing about it. We just leave it on the surface, hold it as part of our quote-unquote identity in the world as a Christian, as a believer, as a follower of Christ, as a spiritual individual, whatever that may be, knowing that we know something others don't, yet we're deluding ourselves because we don't internalize its meaning and let it change us to our core. We instead trade truth and light and love and the works that flow from it naturally, unbridled, joyfully, and we replace that with unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. With the gestures and the motions and the sayings and the repetition of modern and ancient religion rather than the truth of who we are. Thinking on that verse, let's look at that and think about being doers of the word. What does that mean? We know that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And so much in our popular modern theologies, we think of the word of God being the Bible, being the scriptures. But really, if we look at what the scriptures are saying, the word doers is a maker, a poet, a doer, a carrier out of, a performer. These are poetic words. Can we perform the word? Can we be a poet of the word, weaving it together in our existence the way God weaves it through the ethos, through the universe, through the network of everything he's created? The word doers in Greek is to carry out, perform, or a poet of. And again, in Greek, the word, the word, means logu, coming from the word logos. It is something said by implication, a topic, also reasoning or motive, by extension, a computation, specifically the divine expression. And if we look deeper into the word logos, it is the reasoning, the order, the very fabric of reality that we exist in. So the word of God goes from being words on a page to being the very order, the very reasoning, the computing or the computation thereof God. So can we be poets of that divine expression? This is what this episode is about. This is what this prayer method is about. It is not a method. It is a way of life. It is a way of understanding 
and doing faith. Prayer is merely a mechanism in which we exercise our faith. We download thoughts from the will of the Father and manifest them in our life according to his good will. Being poets of the very computing and divine expression that God has created in reality. Hebrews 11. Before we jump into Hebrews 11, I highly recommend if you want to understand this whole concept more, read Hebrews 11. It gives some very clear outline of how faith shapes our life and how it was put into action by our ancestors. Living by faith in Hebrews 11. Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. For by this our ancestors were approved. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith he was approved as a righteous man because God approved his gifts. And even though he is dead, he still speaks through his faith. So we see a very close tie here with faith in the universe created by the word or the order or the computation or the reasoning of God. And that faith is a mechanism we can manifest and be poets of that very order, that very logu of God. By faith, Enoch was taken away, and so he did not experience death. He was not to be found because God took him away. For before he was taken away, he was approved as one who pleased God. Now without faith it is impossible to please God, since the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith Noah, after he was warned about what was yet seen, not yet seen, and motivated by godly fear, built an ark to deliver his family. By faith he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. So what are we seeing here? We're seeing that faith foregoes, goes in front of the action. And that action comes from that deep faith. That action is almost something that's not even thought of. It's just our bodies and our hearts and our worlds and our ecosystem and our families, our finances, our, our very wills moving with God's. So that the things we're doing aren't out of our heads yet out of our hearts and not even the heart that we want us to be, but the heart that God says we are. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after being marched around by the Israelites for seven days. 
By faith, Rahab, the prostitute, welcomed the spies in peace and didn't perish with those who disobeyed. You've heard the term stepping out on faith, but look at the stories of the miracles that were performed in the eyes of faith. The faith was there and the works followed. The works included building an ark, hiding spies, believing God, offering to God what was most precious. And that faith was served up as a beautiful thing to our Father through the action of exercising our faith. Galatians 5.25 in the ESV, If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. And this sums up everything that I'm talking about today. Everything that this entire study over this last week has embodied, it's been a journey to say the least. If you've been going through this study with us, I hope it has blessed you deeply and filled your life with new meaning and new opportunity to connect with the Father and with your true self. To see yourself as the Father sees you, to understand the divine nature that we exist in. And now, as we end this prayer series, the call to walk by the Spirit, to walk in that order in that divinity that God has set forth in our universe to actually take action in our life and let our life look like we really are. Colossians 3, 23 through 24 in the complete Jewish Bible, whatever work you do, put yourself into it as those who are serving not merely other people, but the Lord. Remember that as your reward, you will receive the inheritance from the Lord. You are slaving for the Lord, for the Messiah. Remember that every action we take in this physical existence has spiritual ramifications. And that we are working for the Lord, for the Messiah. We're not merely serving other people, but we're serving other divine beings as God says we are divine. What a thankful place our heart can be with this in our mind. That that very fire from heaven can come down and empower us through our faith to do the unbelievable. Whether it is heal ourselves and others, whether it is create ministries and businesses, whether it is to feed the homeless and the hungry or offer comfort to those in need. God has a divine purpose laid out for each of us and it is merely our task to serve into that divine will. I hope you've enjoyed this series. I know I have. It's been an absolute blessing to serve you here And to start this ministry so strong, this is the first full series we've done here on the channel. And uh, I'm here to promise you more. I promise you more uh, highly curated content, more content from the heart, more content from the word of God, 
more beautiful visuals in the background, more beautiful music, more manifestations that are truly from God's word and not from our own heads. The questions for today are, do you manifest your faith in action? I do. Do you hold your faith as an unseeking, knowing, and serve out of your core being? I do. Are you willing to start walking in your faith rather than holding it within? I am. And I hope you are too. If you've said those words with me, then you are on a journey right now. We are all on a journey, and I hope you've enjoyed this journey with us. This has been a beautiful, beautiful study. Uh, Go back through it if you didn't get all of it or you're still curious about it. You can grab all of the notes from this, all in order, organized in the Praying Like Jesus tab on mybible.works. Simply go to www.mybible.works. And you can join for free over there and join a growing, quickly growing community of other believers who are ready for something new, for God to do a brand new thing in their life through the words, through his very will, through that order, through that computation that he has set into motion through all of us in this universe. I hope you're blessed. I hope you're well. And we'll be right back next week with a brand new series. You can count on that. If you consider subscribing and joining our platform, again, it's all free here. Thank you. We love you. We wish you peace and light, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace. Tribe, if you enjoyed that episode, be sure and hit that subscribe button. That's the best way you can support us here on the channel. If you love growing in love and finding out more about God in the heavenly realms, then head over to mybible.works and engage in our free community. Let's grow in truth together.